Welcome to Useless Chatter, where two BFFs get together and talk about anything and everything. I'm Stacy. I'm Sarah. And on today's episode of Weird Wednesday, we've got more strange tales. I'm talking about vengeful spirits. Well, just one in particular. And so, Sarah, what are you talking about? I am talking about some more ghost lights. Oh, there's more? In Texas. There's more in Texas? Yes, there is. I didn't know that. So real quick, you've got finals coming up. I sure do. And you are devoting the next weekend to studying. I'm devoting the next two weekends. Oh, two studying. weekends. I thought they were next. They're not. I have one starts. So You're in the home I will stretch. not respond to any text messages or phone calls for the next two weeks. I'll just send you like emojis or something that that's good. like supportive and you don't have to respond. I appreciate it. So well, good. And also fun fact. You got a COVID vaccine today, your first one. Not my second one. Oh, your second one? Also? Yeah, I will be fully oh. vaccinated in two weeks. Awesome. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Yay. Well, that's exciting. It is. Especially considering that you actually go places and I don't. And I'm not even on any list at all. Gotta get you one of them autoimmune diseases. <laughs> will that work? I mean, that's how I got on the list before they opened it up. Too. Oh, okay. Now anybody can get them, right. which is good. So everyone should get them. Right. If you can. If you can, if you're able. Yeah. yeah. So. And I don't go places by choice. It's because my job hates people working from home for some reason, despite me being super productive at home. I'm far more productive at home. That's been the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah. But I work with mental weirdos. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I, I understand the old school, you know, when I was a supervisor, it was really hard, you know, everybody being mobile, having that mobile work initiative. And it's really hard to make sure that, everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so you, you have to really you have a lot of trust your in your, you yeah. should. And you're putting, now is that the, is that true for every company? Yeah. Hmm. Other than that, fully vaccinated. That's awesome. Two weeks. Cause it takes like two weeks for it to be fully vaccinated. Right. So are you nervous about any potential side effects? I didn't realize this was your second dose. Um, no, I didn't have any issues. The, the first time. Round. Oh, good. Um, I got Pfizer. Mm -hmm. um, my husband got Moderna this yeah. week. Oh. I think on Tuesday. First? Or second? Yeah, first. Okay. And how's he doing? He seems to be doing He's fine. He's good? Okay. Awesome. Well, I have reservations because I feel like I don't know enough to know if it's safe or effective. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means whatsoever. I'm not. Um, but I just want to make sure that whatever decision I do make, that it is the best decision. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get started then. And I'll, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I'm really mm -hmm. interested about your ghost lights. Well, I'll start. I'll, yeah. I'll talk about vengeful, this. Vengeful My vengeful out. spirit. So um, just quick definition. A vengeful spirit is said to be the spirit of a dead person who returns from the afterlife to seek revenge for a cruel, unnatural, or unjust death. Mm -hmm. Right? But have you noticed all of these vengeful spirits? Because there's a lot of them, but they're all women. They're always women. It's because we don't forget. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna bot. I'm gonna botch it. Okay. So you're probably gonna have to say it for me. Mm-hmm. La La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And a banshee. Okay. I can pronounce that one. Good. 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 And so now we have another one. Those are my two people. <laughs> right. Exactly. One on each side. So, but they're vengeful. And, you know, they just want to seek revenge for their untimely, unjust death by killing other people yeah. and scaring the shit out of them. Yeah. 
So, um, so here's one who I've never heard of. In English, uh, she's known as the slit-mouthed woman. Oh my God, I just saw a little thing on her on Instagram, like this lady that paints. Mm -hmm. And she painted? Yeah. Yeah. She paints like women and like tells like a little story while she's like painting. That's really cool. I'll have to show you her Instagram. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's all creepy. Does I she like pronounce it. it the correct way? Because oh. I don't know how to pronounce it. Here's her name. Mm. Kuchisaki Una? Mm, I think she just called her the slip mouth lady. <laughs> right? So I'm going to put this right there with Lalarona because I can't pronounce it correctly. I'm going to do my best, but I can't. I know I can't, but I certainly try my hardest. Uh, so, okay. Well, then you kind of, so it's a Japanese urban legend and apparently it's been around since the 17th century and the tale is of this vengeful woman slash spirit. Uh, she's stated to have a Glasgow smile or a Cheshire grin. Hence why they call her the slip mouth woman. Cut ear to ear. She's like the from Joker. your lips. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So apparently that practice started like in the gangs of like, um, in Glasgow, Scotland, or whatever, that's what they would do to their victims and put them in a permanent grin on their face because when it heals, the scar still makes it look like you're smiling. There's yeah. an actor who's got one. And I bet. Or two, one on each side. He got one in like a bar fight. That's funny yeah. and terrible. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure the scar tissue kind of. Yeah, it kind of goes right underneath your cheekbones. Mm -hmm. What is that actor, Tommy? So I, well, I always liked it because I remember seeing it in some movie and being like, that's so cool. Like, what is that or whatever? And then I read about it in the bar cool. fight. Like, <laughs> I feel sorry for anybody. Like, that's terrible. Who would ever do that? So um, so according to the legend, uh, the slip mouth woman, she hides her face behind a mask, a fan, or a handkerchief. Because again, this urban legend has been around since the 17th century. So surgical masks are pretty popular now. In Asian countries, they've been popular for more than 20 years because it's it's actually said to be good etiquette to cover your mouth and your nose when you are sick and you're in public. Oh, yeah. And so they do that as a courtesy to other people. And oh, they have so kind. for many years. So this lady, the slip mouth woman, what it is, is she sees this child, like she sees a child who's alone, not a particular child, but just any child. If you're a kid and you're by yourself in Japan... Okay, stuff, let me tell you, she's going to come up to you. She's got her little surgical mask on or handkerchief or whatever. And she says, am I pretty? And if the child says no, she kills the kid with scissors. Nice. Like, F you. And why do vengeful spirits always go after kids? Because yeah, they're annoying. Is that is that why? I like, so. I, was, I, I did not die a proper death. Children, you're annoying. I'm just going to kill you. Maybe. Huh. I mean, there are some kids out there. Pretty if I were a vengeful spirit... I wouldn't go after children. No. There's a whole other population of people that I would that straight is, up attack. That is true. So anyway, racist mostly. I'd fuck them up. So <laughs> that's just. You'd stay pretty busy right now. I really would. I really would. So if the child, after she asks, am I pretty? If the child says yes, she pulls the mask down and reveals her grin. Mind you, it's not healed, so it's open and it's fleshy and all bloody. It's fresh. And she pulls the mask down and she says, well, what about now? And if the child says no, she cuts them in half. I, I guess with the same scissors that she probably would kill another child. Okay. But if the child says yes, 
she gives them the same disfiguring smile that she has. So see, you can't win. Bad luck. Yeah. You can't, you can't say yes. You can't say no. Like, what do I do? So there's an alternate version that says that, um, she won't give the child the same disfiguring smile, but she'll let them run away. But then she follows them home at night and then kills them in their sleep. So there's okay, that. That's one. not, that's mean. That's just rude. It is. And that takes up way too much energy. So there are several versions about this, this woman and how she actually came to be mutilated. And in one, she was disfigured as a form of punishment because she was adulterous. She was cheating on her husband yeah. Uh, he was upset with her and he cut her face into the permanent smile and said, who will think you're pretty now? And then he sliced her head from the body. Uh, this particular version says that he subsequently committed suicide by repeatedly stabbing himself. Okay. That's a lot of work. I would think so. After the first one, I don't know that I'd have the energy for the oh, second. Yeah. Like, and so in another story, her smile and disfigurement is the result of a failed dental procedure. And I mean, it's very possible. And so um, another story says that her beauty was coveted by another female or another woman. And so she was mutilated by this other woman out of jealousy. Rude. Yes. So Regardless, it states that spirits of those who are killed in particularly violent manners do not rest well, and that's why they bode their revenge on the living. So, about the slit mouth woman. Supposedly, you can distract her. So, if she asks you, am I pretty? You can be like, hmm, you're average. And that confuses her, right? Because... You know, she only understands yes or no. Well, I think for 400 years, that's been the only option, right? Mm -hmm. And so she didn't realize like, oh, we're going to play mind games. I yeah. Think. And so it, it tangles her up. Okay. It just frees you up just long enough to escape because she, she can also be easily uh, sidetracked by throwing candy at her. Me too. Yeah. She stops to pick it up. Me too. So, and then you run away. I run away with the candy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like you would run away with your life. <laughs> she would. She would. I would never throw the candy. It's always staying with me. Right. So, um, also, this is really weird and I don't know why, but in uh, other research, it says she'll go away if you say the word pomade three times. I don't know why. Pomade, like the stuff you uh -huh. grease your hair down with. Pomade, pomade, pomade. And she's like, oh my God. Gross. <laughs> she runs away. I don't know. Even though this urban legend spanned centuries, you know, long, it was printed, the story itself was printed and widely distributed in the late 70s and caused like mass panic throughout Japan. Um, children made it a point to travel in groups. And a parent-teacher association was formed to travel with the children in order to keep them safe. So real quick, just so you know, back then at that time, school didn't get out until after dark. Oh, that's and so, terrifying. So that's why they were like, we can't let these kids walk home alone because she's going to jump out in the bushes and scare the hell out of them. My kid's going to end up dead because of this urban legend. So there were all these sightings in the 70s, right? So one child was said to have literally died of fright. He just was scared to death. Bless his heart. So there was a bunch of panic in the 70s. Apparently, it made its way across to the United States. Mm -hmm. 
because the slip mouth woman has a cousin, quote unquote, in America, uh, is a demonic clown who hides in public restrooms waiting for unsuspecting children <laughs> to come in. Clowns are scary, so are children. And when the kids come in, he pops out and he says, do you want death or a happy smile? And if they choose a happy smile, they are given that old Cheshire grin. And uh, that's that. I don't know. Or death. I don't know who says they want death. Or I don't know how to confuse the I demonic know. Some clown. of the kids nowadays might actually say that. They probably would. They'd be like, I want the happy smile. No, they'd probably ask for death. You ever talk to kids nowadays? They're weird. I mean, I have two of them. They're weird. They really... Teenagers, man. This whole story was turned into a movie. I didn't know about it until I started doing research. It's called Carved. Hmm. The Slip-Mouthed Woman. Hmm. And it was made in 2007, which was the year my daughter was born. You were graduating high school. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Never, never heard of the movie. I haven't either. I wonder if it's um, now like a Japanese movie and that maybe. we didn't necessarily have access to it. So maybe. So there's the story of the slip mouthed woman, Ryan Murphy, uh, you know, the guy who makes American horror story yeah. and, uh, ratchet. Yeah. And ratchet yeah. and, uh, scream Queens. Um, he has Twisty the Clown. Twisty the Clown is effed up crazy. In his me. stories. And Twisty yeah. has he does have a it messed smile. up face. Yeah. And you know what? In this story, too, because Twisty's got the teeth that are filed, right? Oh, maybe. I don't remember that. I don't know either. Clowns creep me out, so I honestly try to look away anytime. Right. Right. Well, in this one, it's also stated that when she smiles, so, like in some stories, her teeth look, look like they've been filed into sharp points. So, um, so I don't know. I guess it just depends on where you're at. But apparently this is a really, really old story, but it didn't cause mass hysteria until someone printed it. And yeah, and then people thought it was real and started freaking out. So there's that in the 70s. But we're all good now. High on cocaine. I, I don't know if there have been any recent sightings. Oh, okay. Well, okay. interesting. Yeah. And you know what? Good luck to her. She's, I've heard she's wearing a surgical mask now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not a fan anymore, no. which was probably very proper and appropriate. Yeah. Like attire yeah. for, you know, the time. And then a handkerchief. I can see the kerchief being. I saw a lady wearing a bandana. Actually, it kind of looked like a sweater was tied around her face. What? She was getting her shot today. Um, what? Yeah, she looked kind of kooky town banana pants. Um, so maybe just, she forgot her mask and she was like, I've got the sweater. I'll maybe, just tie it around my face. Maybe that's what she was doing. <laughs> it was interesting. That's funny. She wasn't on level with the douchebag guy. Like, it was a very fun sighting of people today. Um, okay, so before we talk about the guest lights, do you want to tell everybody about the douchebag? I just saw the stereotypical like douche guy today and it just cracked me up. So like all I do, I go to work in school and they're pretty much like at school, it's a bunch of like nerdy preppy people because mm -hmm. it's law school. And then at work, I don't see a lot of people because I try not to go when there's people there. Um, but I work in a science center, so there's a bunch of nerds there. So, okay. you know, businessy lab coats, things like that. I don't see anything weird. I don't see that many interesting things at those two locations that I go to. So when I went today and I see this guy in like a velour suit jacket with like some nice track pants, like in between dress pants and slacks or sweats, 
and then like matching tennis shoes. And he had to be in his 20s. He's definitely giving me eyes the whole time because oh. I'm like the only other young person He's in the like, room. Hey, hey, lady. That didn't have like a walker or a cane or anything, you know? Um, he had like <laughs> the shirt that was buttoned down far too low, too much Like chest. below the breastbone. Yeah, there's hairy there's chest. Some necklaces and he had this tiny, itty bitty man bun. And it's just like a disgrace. Like the size of your fingernail. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. I'm like, how did a rubber band even stay in that? I don't know. He's probably got one of those little clear ones that you use for like babies. I mean, I have clear ones in mine. Yeah. Maybe that's what he used. It was ridiculous. It was he not just, scrunchy. And it looked kind of greasy. And then, you know, you have to like pull your sleeve up to get a shot. Yeah. And he didn't know that. So under his velour jacket, he has a long sleeve shirt on. Oh. And so he has to like. button it. He undoes his shirt and like and pulls, takes his arm out. Pulls his arm like oh, it's, oh it was hilarious. It oh. was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. Wow. But you don't just see a he lot was of probably like, thinking about asking you for those your type of douchey there. people. No. In Texas, we have like cowboy douchey. Well, that's what I thought of when you said you saw a typical douchebag. I was thinking like some dude who had rhinestones on his jeans. So, they exist. That is very true. So but, yeah, that was fun. So I'm going to talk about some more Texas ghost lights. This is awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, they're in Anderson, Texas. Where's that? I'll get to it. So these are ghost lights. They're observed. Um, they've been observed for at least the last few decades or since the 1800s. So there's like the stories all come from the last few decades. But, like but the, supposedly but the they've o, been The OG story is from gotcha. the 1800s. Gotcha, gotcha. So what are the lights? I have no idea. Oh. Um, it's unsolved currently. Oh. So our boys, Ryan and Shane, should take a look. They should. They should. I'll write them a tweet. Yeah. Write them a tweet. So um, so what are they? So these are dancing light orbs. There is no sound. Um, but they appear upon a summons. Like you call for them. So you drive down a certain road and you turn your headlights on, on and off three times. Um, and these lights appear. This sounds like the goat man story. Kind of. Yeah. Old foamy. Yeah. So, hmm. um, but there's also other stories that say you don't have to turn your, like you don't have to flash your headlights. I don't know. So, so you just drive up and turn your lights <laughs> off. Yes. And some people are like, no, 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 no. No, you got flashing. Y'all let them go. So this does need a scientific analysis. It do does. So I'll get there. Okay. There's so kind of like the Marco lights. There's been some schools that have gone and looked into it. So these are the Anderson lights and Anderson, Texas is about 25 miles north of Abilene, Texas, hmm. um, which is like Northwest of us. Mm -hmm. um, so it's around highway 277 and 183 and you can find them off this dirt road. And it's south near the city graveyard is oh. where you can find these lights. So spooky, right? And has that graveyard been there since the 1800s? You know what? I don't know. Did you look into that? Hmm. But maybe. Maybe. We've got a lot of old grave things mm -hmm. we need around here. Mm -hmm. um, so the ghost story explanation behind these lights is that this light is a residual haunting. So in the 1800s, there was a family that lived in the area. And the light that, you know, we call a ghost orby light um, is actually a mother searching for her sons. Oh. So the sons, according to legend, were lost um, and then were subject to a random murder. 
Oh. So the children were said to have been sent to chop firewood, and then they were told to flash their lantern three times. That's where they get the fucking little headlight thing. Um, If they encountered any trouble. And so this is a story I got from Weird Texas. So... Hmm. Okay. What is Weird Texas? Um, it is just like a website dedicated to Weird Texas stories. I never knew. And it I clearly frequent it all the time. You <laughs> must. I never even knew it existed. That's yeah. all I was asking. Yeah. So when you flash your lights, that signals to the mommy that she needs to come and help you. So wait a second. Um, how are these kids who are chopping firewood? I don't know. Because I can't even get my kids to clean the bathroom. And kids are different, chairs. man. I mean, if I tell them to go chop some firewood... I think I maybe trust them with an axe. Well, that's true, but maybe they're like picking up sticks or something, kindling. Maybe, maybe. I just, I mean, now if they're like teenagery, yeah. I can see, but like a seven-year-old. True. I don't know. Maybe, maybe eighteen hundred kids are different. I'm pretty sure they were. I mean, everybody had a had a role. They really did. They had a job to do if you wanted to live. Yes. Um. So the next story. Um, is a young boy was lost in a freak snowstorm. Which happens in Abilene. Yes, and, you know, I kind of hesitate, like, oh, it wouldn't be that bad of a snowstorm, but we went through snowbid this year, so you fucking can. Um, It's just every so often. It doesn't happen Yeah, and it happens, like, every hundred years, which this would have been, like, uh, 200 years ago. Uh, I don't know math, actually, so whatever. Um... (laughs) So anyway, so this young boy is lost in a freak snowstorm, and his mother is, like, searching for him, and that's the light. And that's how she is. Yeah, so it's a residual haunting of, like, looking for a kid. Um, So that one is sad, like, kid lost in a storm, or do you want, like, a kid's brutally murdered and their mom can't find So either way, a child has died. A child or children. Yeah, mommy's looking for him. Oh. So either way. Such a good mom. It's a mother ghost light. Um. And she comes a running when she sees lights flashing. She comes a running. So, oh, so that's why if she sees your headlights, you're she's asking her for help. Yeah. And she's coming to help you. Yeah. So you flash your lights, and she's gonna come check yeah. it out. See if she need if you need her. Um. So a more plausible story, um, or a reasonable explanation if you want to be normal, like the Marfa lights. Um. These lights could just be headlights from a nearby road. But not in the 1800s. Correct. Um, so, um, ACU, Abilene Christian University, mm-hmm. is the one that tells the snow story. Um, and they have it the paper published. The, they don't want to tell the story. It's been, yeah. Well, what do we know? We need to look into some old newspapers Yeah. from back in the day. Yeah. Go to the library in Abilene. Do they have a library? I mean, they've got two colleges. That's Surely true. they've got like an actual library. Or three. How many is in Abilene? Abilene, Christian, uh-huh. and then McMurray. McMurray. I was about to say McCoy. I couldn't remember. I just know McMurray because they I got um, accepted to that school. Right. But I didn't get enough money to go to it, so I didn't go to it. Well, it was a private school, so it is a private. Well, they both are, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I would have gone to Abilene Christian. Let's be real. Sarah. Um, anyways, that's funny. so. The explanation that these are just lights bouncing off headstones or, you know, heat, whatever, possible. So a man named T. Middlebrook, according to a Texas Monthly article I came Mm -hmm. across, Mm -hmm. he says he actually started this ghost story in the 60s. So I really like this story. 
Um, so he started in the 60s. He told this ghost story to a girl that he had been driving around with on a date. Oh. So he purposely drove around to this area, this dirt roll road, and stirred up some dust and uh, to make his lights flash on the dust. I don't know. Um, make kind of spooky. Well, I guess the older headlights in the 60s were different than they are now. Again, well, I, guess, I mean, dirt roads, a bunch of dirt everywhere reflecting. Yeah. Sure, sure. Was she not with him so, when he yeah, stirred yeah. up the dust? Well, he's just driving down this road and like oh, turns and around. Yeah. yeah. And so, she's like. <gasps> yeah, so he starts telling okay. her this story and um, he's far enough away from the big road, but still secluded enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So he tells her this ghost story um, to try to get her to, you know, to like s- sit closer to him and, you know, all the kind of neck and stuff. Like, oh. Ends up scaring the shit out of her and he has to take her home and he has to take a cold shower. That's like the quote from him. So he like oh, was planning yeah. like a like a nice like telling her a ghost story. So she'd cuddle up and then she was like, that backfire. I'm fucking scared. Take me home. Um, so. Well, you're in Abilene. Maybe she went to ACU. Maybe. So Middlebrook, he says that he started that when he told this girl the story um, about the mom searching for her children. Okay. Um, so he claims to be, this is, and she told somebody and that somebody and told yeah, somebody. And it's just gotten out from there. So back to if the lights are from cars, um, why do no people, like no one ever claims to see red lights and, you know. They see white lights. They only see white lights. Mm -hmm. And it's never more than one orb. Typically, cars have two headlights. Mm -hmm. And they also have taillights. They do. So. And sometimes blinkers. Sometimes. I don't know. Around. I guess it depends on if you use yours or not. Use your blinker, people. So, ACU students and this professor claim to have debunked the story um, by using phones and Google Maps. Um, and they determined that the lights are just southbound traffic on US 277. Which has always been there since the 1800s. Clearly. Um, I just. So this tracks the idea that these lights are, have only been seen in modern times, like when cars were available and running on 277. Which, um, and how long has 277 been there? And is it a paved road? I mean, has it always been a paved road? Could be. And I say that because my mom. Swears up down, and I'm pretty sure she's right. She is old enough to remember when I-35 was a dirt road. Now, I used to work for an old man who was like a million when he died, and he remembers when 35 was built. Right. So, that's possible. Right? He's dead now. He died at like a million, too. A million. Anyways, so those are some more lights. They're in Anison, <laughs> Texas. If you're ever, for some reason, driving through Adeline, um, you can go check it out. It's by the cemetery. Um, there's some videos and of course they look like they were shot with a toaster. Uh, I don't know why no one with like a fucking Android or an iPhone has gone out. So the people, I don't know. Um, a toaster. I'm like just saying it's so shitty. Like film right. grade is so bad. Um, the it was ACU, a camcorder from back in the day. <laughs> it's a camcorder. The ACU professor and students, they have a little paper that's published. It's cute. Um, but they like, you know, do like pinging and stuff with their cars and Google maps and mm-hmm. their iPhone. So prove. what do you think? You think T Middlebrook really? Um, made I kind of like that. I like that. He started this rumor. This little urban legend. Mm-hmm. So has, I wonder, were there any stories about people who have literally seen it? Like any, 
Yeah, there are lots of people that have seen them. That and I saw, seen them? Yeah, and yeah. I watched a couple videos. That's mm -hmm. a light, and it is one light. Okay, so. so it's Abilene. Here's the thing, though. Abilene is not like a heavily wooded area. No. Do you know what I'm it's saying? Not. It's flat, and it's hot. it feels like an oven in the summer. Have you ever been there? I it's think hot. Texas is an oven, so. Yeah, but that's like a dry heat in Abilene. Like, I swear, when the wind blows, it feels like it's just blowing hot air on me. Like, whereas here, at least, you know, there's there's humidity it makes you sweat when the wind blows you're like oh that's refreshing hmm. it cools you down a little bit but there's just like hot air like have some hot air on your hot face i guess i've never been there in the summer we used to go to chair camp there when i was oh, in okay. high school so i have i have four summers in Abilene. that that's my experience there but it was always very dry very flat very hot and the only reason why i'm, I'm bringing this up because if in fact the lights are from traffic then I would suspect if you can only see one light that looks similar to an orb and not two would be because you have something obstructing your view of the second headlight, mm -hmm. like a tree mm -hmm. or a mountain or something, you know, whatever hills and whatnot to where that every single person who sees the orb should be able to see it in the exact same location every single time, mm -hmm. not one or the other. Yeah, it does. So the stories here don't seem as sporadic like the Marfa lights. You know, Marfa yeah. lights have wild tales with them. Yeah, they spin around. They do a they dance. Do weird they shit. tell you all kinds of things. They yeah. get you. This light is just like a light that comes towards you. Right. But again, I guess it depends. Did you flash your lights three times? Yeah. Did you just pull up and put yeah. it in park? What happens? Did you tell the girl that you thought was loose a story and turns out she wasn't that loose? No. Loose lips, though. They think she told ships. the story. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> she did tell the story. So I, I like a. I want this woman to come forward. I, I like want to hear about ghost, her. Yeah, I like ghost story, but I also like T. Middlebrook because it sounds like a fun name. It really does. So my source, Texas Monthly, and then Weird Texas. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to our podcast. Please check us out on IG at useless underscore chatter or on Facebook at useless chatter. Uh, we can also be found at anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Breaker. Rate, subscribe, send us a message. We always look forward to any feedback that you may have to offer. So until next time, bye. Bye.